Welcome to the Work Wonders Podcast, where we simplify HR for small business. I'm Susan. And I'm Angela. Let's dive into today's episode and answer what you've been wondering about. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the difference between contractors and employees because your obligations regarding tax, superannuation and workers' comp will differ if you are paying contractors or employees. As the employer, you're responsible for getting it right, so we'll help you be sure by taking you through six attributes the ATO give you to decide if you need to pay super or withhold tax. We will also explain how to determine if they need to be included in your workers' comp policy and explain why it's different to the ATO's definition. So let's get started. This is the Work Wonders Podcast. So Susan, some businesses will prefer to hire employees and some will prefer contractors. Both can get the job done. So how would you classify them as different? Mm, So an employee is someone who works in your business and is part of your business. A contractor is running their own business. That seems fairly straightforward. Mm, Yeah. So when you start someone new, you might come to an arrangement of how you're going to employ them. Uh, You'll talk about how much you're going to pay them, etc., but there are laws around tax and super and even workers' comp that have specific definitions around employee or contractor that might differ from what you've decided. Okay, so Angela, I've heard some business owners and managers use certain things to determine when someone is a contractor, like the example of, well, this guy or girl has an ABN, so they're a contractor. Mm. It doesn't actually mean that they're automatically a contractor if they just provide you a valid ABN or if they have a valid ABN and a registered business name. Okay, so what if I'm just using them for a short time? Yeah, that one's a myth too. They are not just a contractor because of a short time frame um, that they're needed. You can employ someone in a short time frame as well. Okay, so what if the person submits a tax invoice to get paid instead of being paid through payroll? Does that make them a contractor? No. Um, You can still pay an individual using their ABN, but under the legislation, they can be operating like an employee. Okay. So what if the individual agrees to being a contractor? Does that make them a contractor? Even if the person may agree to that, they might still be operating like an employee. So when I say operating like an employee, that's because for the purposes of tax and super legislation you could assume your worker is a contractor, but be treating them more like an employee. So as the employer, you're responsible for getting it right. Getting it wrong can put your business at risk of financial penalties. So there are six attributes the ATO have defined. So you can be sure that you're treating your worker either as an employee or a contractor. So let's get through those six things. Okay, so the first thing is the ability to subcontract. So let's compare. An employee can't subcontract their work or their job off to somebody else where a contractor can. So the second item then is the basis of payment, right? So an employee will either be paid for the hours they've worked or per item they produce or maybe even on commission. But a contractor is paid for a specific result that they've achieved based off a quote they provide. Very different. Mm. A quote can include an hourly rate or per item rate, but you're paying them for the overall outcome. That's right. And the third thing is around equipment and tools used. If you hire an employee, you'll be required to supply them the equipment and tools that they need to complete their job. Or in rare cases where the employee provides it themselves, you will pay them an allowance for that. 
whereas a contractor is responsible for bringing their own tools and equipment to perform their work and there's no allowance of any kind. So number four then is the commercial risk. So this is a legal and insurance one. So when hiring an employee, you are legally responsible for the work being done and also for rectifying any mistakes that your employee might make. A contractor, however, is required to have their own insurance and therefore they accept full legal responsibility for the work they're doing and pay for remedies for the mistakes if they happen. The fifth one is control over work and this means when hiring an employee you have the right to direct that individual for how they perform their job and the tasks that you ask them to do but you can't do that simply to a contractor. They have the freedom to choose how the tasks are done so long as the overall agreed outcome from their quote, the agreement, is achieved. So the final and maybe the most obvious one is that an employee is considered part of your business. Whereas contractors do sit outside your business, which makes them free to refuse or accept additional work from you or from other customers they may have. We'll put a link in the show notes to the ATO's interactive tool to help you uncover for your specific situation if your worker is an employee or a contractor. The ATO also have a great tool about superannuation, so we'll put a link in there for that as well. We know you can sometimes doubt yourself when you're running a business on your own. There is a wealth of support available if you know where to look for it and who to ask. We're here to help you find what you're looking for. Just get in touch via our website, workwonderspodcast.com.au. So, in summary, if your worker is an employee, you'll need to withhold tax, your PAYG withholding, from their wages. You're going to have to pay super if they're eligible. And you would also need to afford an employee the appropriate entitlements like annual leave or sick leave, depending on the nature of their employment. Keep in mind in an earlier episode, we talked about all these conditions of employment. Remember that apprentices and trainees are always employees. They can't be contractors. On the flip side, if your worker is a contractor, there's no PAYG unless they don't quote a valid ABN to you or you have a voluntary agreement with them to withhold tax from their payments. You may still have to pay super and that comes down to the 80-20 rule. If your contractor gets 80% of their work from you, you may need to pay them super under these certain conditions. So the first of those is you pay them mainly for their labour. So more than half the dollar value of the contract is for their labour. The second is that you're paying them to perform the contract work specifically. So they're not delegating the work to somebody else. And then the third is that you're paying them more than $450 before tax in a calendar month, which actually also applies to employees. So Susan, let's say for example your business needs to hire a bookkeeper and you sign a contract with an individual, let's call her Samantha. Samantha is a freelance bookkeeper. And you're employing her to do invoicing, bank reconciliations and other administrative work for 15 hours a week. The contract specifies that Samantha herself must perform the work. She has an ABN and invoices you every Friday for the hours she's worked that week. Samantha would be considered, can you guess, (laughs) an employee (laughs) um, for superannuation purposes. Uh, because her contract is wholly for labour and the skill that she provides and she's paid according to the number of hours that she worked. She performs the work herself. She's not getting anyone else to do it for her. So in addition to paying Samantha's invoice, you would also need to pay her superannuation. So not as straightforward as you might think. 
So we've talked about how the ATO views this. A workers' comp is a different kettle of fish again, just to make things simple. Um, At least in New South Wales, that's the case. In New South Wales, and please check for your own state's rules, you would need to include coverage in your workers' compensation insurance policy for what the legislation calls deemed workers. So a deemed worker would be a contractor under labour hire service arrangements or a salesperson who's paid fully or completely commission on the basis of commission. Other than those deemed workers, you're not required to provide workers' compensation insurance for contractors. So it's worth noting that distinction between the two definitions because a person may be defined as a contractor for the PAYG tax and superannuation purposes but still be considered an employee or a deemed worker for the purposes of workers' compensation insurance. And if you hire an employee from a labour hire firm, their class is deemed workers for workers' comp but you don't have to withhold PAYG withholding or pay super for those workers. They don't cross over always. That's in New South Wales at least, so please do check what's relevant for workers' comp at least in your own state. Uh, but it is quite confusing, isn't it, Susan? <laughs> yes, but that's why we're here. Yeah. We hope you got some helpful takeaways from today's episode and you feel sure about the difference between a contractor and an employee. It is important for your business that you understand when you need to pay super, when to withhold PAYG and when to include the worker in your workers' comp policy. You should also be aware that this is an area that is changing all the time depending on the actual court cases that come up and decisions that are made in court. So it's important for you to keep up to date with what Fair Work is saying at any particular point in time and make sure you've got the latest information. So if you are thinking about individuals in your team now, you can use the tools mentioned in today's show to determine if you are meeting obligations. Remember, there will be links in the show notes on our website to help you do that. Thanks for listening to the Work Wonders podcast. Hit the subscribe button now to never miss an episode. And if you've enjoyed today, we'd love you to tell your friends and leave us a review. What are you wondering about? Let us know over at our website, workwonderspodcast.com.au. See you in the next episode.